This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. There are pieces of our Heavenly Father all around us and in us. To begin with, Genesis 1-1 tells us that in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. We dwell upon the very sphere that He provided for us, and a careful reading of the entire chapter of Genesis 1 will reveal that God loved us so much that He had a plan from beginning for His greatest creation, mankind. Everything we ever needed was given to us to help us survive upon this planet. It's the only planet that mankind can inhabit. No other planet can fulfill the needs that we have. This great piece of soil is the perfect environment to allow us to breathe the air to sustain us, to have food and water, to be able to exist and do His will. When God said, Let us make man in our image, in verse 26 of Genesis 1, He followed it, saying, After our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. We are His ultimate creation. We are made in the image of God in that we have an eternal soul that will never die. Animals do not have eternal souls. While both man and animals were created from the dust of the earth, man is the only being with an eternal soul that will live forever. Interestingly, the very earth that God gave us to live upon. Genesis 7, or excuse me, Genesis 2 through 2, chapter 2, verse 7 states, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. That soul that God breathed into man is also a piece of God himself, since we were designed to live eternally with him in the heavenly realm. We should always remember that with every breath we take, it is a gift of God, life itself without which we would no longer live upon this lovely terrestrial home that he has given us. God always has and always will continue to look out for his finest creation. When man realized he was in need of a helpmate, for there wasn't an animal suited for such, God created woman from a rib of the man. Genesis 2:20 through 23 In all that we've discussed, we can readily see that God planned, prepared, and provided everything that mankind would or could ever need. What a great God we serve! He gives so many pieces of Himself to each of us. He set into motion a plan to provide our eternal abode in heaven that would be the biggest and greatest peace that our Father could possibly give. It would be a piece of His only begotten Son. Being designed in such a way that our physical bodies would eventually wear out and would deteriorate and go back to the earth from which God made us, God designed a perfect home for us in heaven, where our soul could live eternally with Him. And all of this is the result of the love that God and His Son Christ have for us. Again, Jesus assures us that He's prepared an eternal home for us for our soul. He reassured His disciples in John 14:1 through 4 Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in Me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, 
there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Jesus was making sure that his disciples understood that he would come again and receive them all, every one of them, as well as those after them who would obey his will and still remain faithful. That includes us today, ladies. Multiple scriptures will bear this out. This is still another passage where we see a piece of God, some of the kind and loving disposition that he and our Lord Jesus have given to us. The love that God and his Son Christ had for us is not even measurable. It was freely and lovingly bestowed upon every human being who would obey his will. By his Holy Spirit he gave us his word, the Bible, a huge piece. It is a road map that will guide us down that righteous pathway toward heaven. And one day when we leave this earth, we will finally stand before the Father and be judged by that word. On that day, every knee shall bow before Christ, and God will deal with us as he sees fit, based upon the life we're living right now. By inspiration, the Apostle Paul wrote, For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Romans 4, 11 through 12 An eternal home with him in heaven is both God's and Christ's desire for all of us, the entire world, all of his creation. And prayerfully, it is our desire for our own soul. But for those who choose to live a life in the service of Satan, there's also an eternal home that has been prepared for them. Sadly, it will be in hell with Satan and his angels. It is also a prepared place. Revelation 20, 12 through 15. This will be the most agonizing day for the unbelieving and the ungodly but a day of rejoicing for the faithful whose names are written in the book of life, those who will go on to live with our Lords. We should be ever thankful to God and to Christ. Christ, being the Son of God, was also a piece of God that he willingly offered as a sacrifice on our behalf for the sins of the world. Christ lived a perfect, sinless life, yet our God was willing to allow him to bear the burden of the sins of the world from the inception of mankind to the very end of mankind. And Christ was obedient unto death. Philippians 2, 5-9 reads, Let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus, who, being made in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name. Given the sacrifices that our Father and his Son made for us, isn't it reasonable for us to give pieces of our beautiful lives back to him? I will leave you with this thought, ladies, from Romans 12:1 through 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, 
that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I thank you for listening. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.